Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, Kate on the talk of Las Vegas. Hour number two, Wednesday edition of the show, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. We've got full lines on hold, conversation still continuing from first hour. So without further ado, let's get back to everybody. Hope you're next. You've been on the longest. Welcome to the program. All right, Hope has left the building. Let's jump now down over to Charles. Charles, welcome to the show. Well, good afternoon, my brother from another mother. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I, I take a little bit different tack because I've been watching what's been going on here the last few days. If you notice, before the convention, the Democrats said they had 30,000 attorneys just waiting to contest the election. Then you heard Hillary during the thing saying she lost the election. She won. She lost by the the uh, popular uh, vote. Yeah, or I mean, she, she won, the lost the electoral, but she lost- won the popular. Yeah, correct. Then you, you heard her tell tell him say, "Don't concede the election under any circumstance." Now, mm-hmm. in the last few days, uh, Zucker is Zuckerman is, is one of them saying that you know. It's going to appear that that President Trump might win the election in a landslide on election night. However, as the votes come in from the mail-in ballots, there will be a definite shift, and we think that Biden will win the election. Well, you know and I know what what that means. They're going to find ways to cheat, lie, control whatever they need to do to try to, to steal the election. And if in the interim, we will see people riding in the streets and acting stupid in a much greater degree than we've seen thus far. And it scares me a little bit. How about you? Well, yeah, no, I, I believe that um, there's no doubt in my mind if Trump wins, which I believe he will, there's going to be chaos on the streets of the country. I mean, just remember last time it's going to be worse. This is why we've seen the progression of what I believe is a page out of the Saul Alinsky playbook. This is, if you look at everything that's going on, it's all Saul Alinsky style stuff and tactics. And Charles, I appreciate the call. So we're going to cover a lot about that in the bottom of the hour regarding the election mail in votes, uh, and what we could expect. But, um, yeah. You know, I, 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 this is the, I think the, I don't remember, maybe sixth consecutive month, uh, of gun sales and ammunition sales record breaking through the roof. So that should tell you something right there that the American people are gearing up for what could be big problems because we're already seeing big problems. There's no question. All right. Let's get right back to business and let's jump over to Michelle. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Uh, your previous caller, Rhonda Lollipop? Yes. I think his real name is Rhonda. Now, if <laughs> you listen, just listen to his voice, you will hear Rhonda. 
his yeah, life. he's 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 definitely. Uh, <laughs> I think he's I think he's a troll. But you know what? Here's the thing. I think he loves the show. And in fact, I know he loves the show or he there wouldn't spend his time listening and waiting attentively to call. And I'm sure he practiced probably for a good hour of what he was going to try to say to try to cut me down. Okay, you got it. And we, we could emphasize the duh in the name Rhonda. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm calling because I received a uh, alert text uh, saying, um, go get your COVID testing. Mm-hmm. And they listed three or four locations in Las Vegas. Texas yeah. Station was one of them. Yeah, yeah. And Texas I just wonder, did everybody in Las Vegas get that? But I am not going to... Just go drive somewhere and say, okay, I'm volunteering. I want to be tested. It's ridiculous. But did, did you receive that? Did you hear it? I, I, I haven't received any text message oh, like wow. that. Uh, but, you know, I don't know who. That's a pretty good question to ask the audience to see if, in fact, anybody else in the audience has, has received, um, you know, those texts, Michelle. But I'll tell you this. I'm just not one that believes you should go get a COVID-19 test if you're not feeling any symptoms. You know, I, I know they want the data. I know they want this. I know they want that. Too bad. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't have to provide anybody anything. And and so for me personally, no need to go get a COVID-19 test to find out if I ever had it. If I did, I didn't. You know, if I had symptoms and I was, yeah, of course. I'm not a, I'm not an idiot, but I just don't I this is just continuing this problem so much further than it needs to go. When again, I go back to the CDC and Michelle, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, when the CDC has, uh, created a new portal, uh, or at least updated their information, their stats, their numbers to reflect that just better than 9,000 people died from COVID-19, actual COVID-19 and the other thousands and thousands had COVID-19. There was a positive for COVID-19, but it was heart, diabetes, underlying issue related. So this is going to be a discussion that's going to go on for the next 24 months. You know, uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? That's, I mean, basically where I think we're at. All right, let's go ahead and get right back to business. Khalid, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Well, it's about damn time, Steve. How the hell are you? Where have you been? We've been trying to track you down. <laughs> well, I'm here listening to you, Steve. You're out there protesting pro-Trump signs in, in <laughs> Sacramento, I think, at Newsom's uh, uh, governor's mansion. Uh, no, I don't have the time to go up to Sacramento, so I'm doing what I can locally. So <laughs> There you go. Uh, but anyway, Steve, I want to take a jab at Ron. Hey, Ron, you're going to call my friend Steve a lollipop? You know what the hell you are? You're a skin-flavored lollipop. I had a tar and feather you hang you upside down, you <laughs> stupid traitor. Yeah, he's uh, he's something. But, you know, he gave me a great idea. Again, maybe we should make these Ron the Lollipop T-shirts, put an image on there, and then sell them and give them to charity. Shazam! Well, Steve, that is a good idea. I mean, because it's stupid for him to say that to you, that it's irresponsible that we are in a civil war. We are in a civil war. It's been going on for five years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, it's nothing new to him, it must be. But, you know, he's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. No, he's a stupid, ignorant traitor. That's what he is. And I feel very sorry for him. Well, he says he's a conservative. I, I, I highly doubt that. No, he's not a conservative. He can can kiss my, you know what, he's he's not a conservative. No, no. He's just trolling you like you said. No. 
I mean, Khalid, when you look at what's going on, right, in Portland and the unrest and, you know, bricks getting hit over the head of innocent people and looting and fires, what is that? That's not a civil war. It's something. It is. It is. And, and Steve, I mean, I've said this to you. You know me by up to now. I've experienced BLM and Antifa. I've, I've been to a few rallies, so I've experienced yeah. them. And I can tell you they're not nice people. No. I can tell you that. They're not peaceful. They're violent, they're mean, they'll cuss at you, whatever, and they'll try to hurt you if they can. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them will try to hurt you, so, I mean, imagine Ron, what the amount are you living on? Where are you coming from? You Hello? know what? Imagine the amount of restraint you have to have. Did you see that video of Rand Paul and his wife leaving the RNC convention I that night did. at the White House? I actually did. That was... Okay, that was actually kind of incredible, and my heart actually dropped when I was watching the video, because I... You can feel the, um, what's the word, the, uh, the tension, yeah. the, the intensity. You can feel it. Like, even though you're not there, like anybody who saw it, you can feel it. Like, oh, my yeah. God, hey, this, these, they're actually beginning, like, what? Like, and why are you doing that to them for? Like, you know, Khalid, there was this one image, and I, and I know he was a politician. His name escapes me. He's not one that gets a lot of TV time. But he was going into, I believe, a hotel and there was a woman, Antifa, she's got, you know, a mask on, and she just keeps bouncing around on him, bumping her boobs into his back and saying all yes, kinds I of think stuff. I saw that video. Yeah, I saw, yeah. oh my God. And I told producer Nate, I said, oh, thank God it wasn't me there, for God's sakes, because I would have made, uh, national news. <laughs> Oh my God! You would have to. I mean, come on! You'd have to have an incredible amount of restraint. Who's going to tolerate that? No, no, no. And 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 Steve, here's the thing. I think that's what Ron doesn't understand because he doesn't know his history. I wish he would open up a history book or watch a documentary. Go watch. Go read a book or watch a documentary about the Civil War. Yeah, exactly. The American Civil War. And just imagine. Men marching up to each other. And Steve, I've said this, we've talked about this. Marching up to each other and shooting each other to bits and pieces right. for what they believed in. And you have to respect both sides, whether you agree with the Confederacy or not. It's right. history, you right. have to respect them. But they slaughtered each other. And so they're still talking about, oh, Black Sea reparations? That is the reparations. The hundreds of thousands of men and boys that got killed. Yeah. I don't know where, I mean, didn't, I mean, I know Khalid, we've, we've dealt with this racial tension and some things over the last three and a half years when Trump got elected, but mm -hmm. I mean, doesn't it seem like it accelerated just so quickly? I mean, it all has. of a sudden, it's like mm -hmm. chaos and pandemonium, man. It has. I mean, I mean, Steve, 9-11 is coming up. I know. And we got blamed for it. Some people still think we did it. Did you see us out protesting and rioting? Why are you people blaming us? And why did you? We didn't do anything. Yeah, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. Because like jo yeah. uh, Joy Reid, and I can't stand Joy Reid, the other day she made an inflammatory um, statement. She said, you know, the Antifa and um, Black Lives Matter are acting like Muslim terrorists. Do you hear her say that? Um, no, she said that. Well, th th let me tell you something. I've never agreed with Ihan Omar ever, but the one thing I gr agreed on is she went to town and blasted Joy Reid for that inflammatory statement. Even President Trump said, you know what? She needs to be fired from the network because you cannot say Muslim terrorist because that's lie. That's not true. You can say radical Islamic 
terrorists yeah. where, you know, there's radicals that, uh, you know, uh, exploit Islam in a way that, uh, is not, uh, mainstream. Absolutely. Uh, but, no, right, but she gets away with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and sadly, Steve, there's a lot of Muslims that agree with Black Lives Matter and they agree with Antifa. And it's like, do you know what the hell you're supporting? Like, are you sheep? Are you that stupid? Yeah. No, crazy, man. Crazy. Good conversation, bro. Glad we could have it. Uh, we're in some crazy, crazy, crazy times for sure. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Wednesday edition of the show, 702. 702- Two five seven five three nine six. That's how you call in and weigh in on the conversation. Calls on hold, stay put. I'm going to get to you. Let's take this break. Make sure you pay attention to those advertisers and sponsors. They keep us on the air. When we come back, more calls. And then, of course, we've got a lot to talk about about Trump and the infamous interview with Laura Ingram that some liberals have told me was just so horrible. We'll break it down next. Don't go away. Breaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you. Glad to be here. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Let's go ahead and get right back. To our busy calls, let's go to the longest person on hold. That would be Ron. You're next. Welcome to the program. All right. Ron has left the building. Let's jump now to Mark. Mark, welcome to the show. All right. These people have been on hold for at least 40 minutes. My apologies. It gets busy around here. So we're going to get right back up to the top and go to Kevin. You're next. Welcome to the program. Good day, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I just, I, I, I'm kind of going off on what you've been talking about because a lot of people already give a b- bunch of opinions. I, I still think it's all a bunch of crap. I think they're doing it on purpose in our face just so they can say, look what I can do and you can't do. But I wanted to bring up when, uh, John Lemon and, uh, Chris Cuomo had that little, uh, news clip of them, uh, talking about, uh, you know, uh, people need to cool down on these riots because it's hurting Biden's polls. But what, what, what's missing, is I didn't hear him say you need to stop doing this because you're stealing from people, because you're burning people's, you're stealing people's property, you're burning people's property, you're hurting people, you're killing people, you're shoot, you're killing police. I didn't hear none of that. They just said because it's hurting Biden's poll. So that tells you all you should need to know. Anybody that's got half a brain has got to see through all these shenanigans that these Democrats are pulling. It's just, it's crazy when I have to stop and think that people, you still got people uh, believing that you know the the Russian collusion that 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 that, that, that wasn't a hoax. They, they still think it was. Oh no, that's conspiracy theory. That, that's 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 true. I mean, when you still got people believing that, I, I just have to shake my head. And I think uh, the day after the election, Trump should just say martial law. Well, you know, and, and and I appreciate the call, Kevin. Thank you. And you know, the president doesn't even need to do that. I mean, he really doesn't because, you know, he has powers. I mean, obviously, being in the executive branch, he has powers. I think, you know, for many of the Republicans out there that have always said states' rights, states' rights, 
Well, the president has been a purveyor of that state's rights, letting states make their own decisions. Now, do I believe Trump is going to get a lot tougher after he's reelected, Kevin? Absolutely. Uh, but you know what? He's now a politician. And when you're a politician, you have to strategize. You now know the system. You know what to do, what not to do. You know how to do it, how not to do it. So he, he's, he's playing political chess. And he has to. He has no choice. You know, he was the outsider when he ran last time and won. He's still, in essence, the outsider, but he's also a politician. He's the incumbent. He's the president. He's the commander-in-chief. So tactically, he has to go about things a little differently. But, Kevin, great call. Good comments. Let's get right back to our busy calls. And, John, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, the gal that called earlier, and you said uh, call in if if you got it i did get those texts uh the about the go get the COVID testing you did and it was it was word for word what she said go to texas station and a couple other places but yeah i got it and uh so yeah it's, it wasn't just her you know it's probably because my uh phone number is a 602 area code being that i was in arizona for so long uh and i bet you it's probably just hitting all the 702s uh in yeah. the valley Probably. Hey, uh, real quick, um, and I, you know, you had mentioned about the about uh, not being able to ask people if, if to see any kind of identification if they're claiming underlying conditions. And I know uh, a few people that are friends of mine who are pulling the whole, well, I've got underlying condition thing. And I tell them, you know what, you're no better then than all the other people that are just play the race card or take their dogs into a grocery store because they know they can't ask them if you're it's actually a a health dog or not, you know, it, it comes down to integrity. You know, don't, don't if you're going to sit there and say, hey, I'm going to sit there and claim i got underlying conditions so I can get out of wearing a mask, well, then you're no better than the people pulling the race car crap. So you think it's best just for someone to say, hey, you know what, I'm not wearing a mask because constitutionally I don't believe I should be wearing it. Uh, I think constitutionally, yes, you have the right to not wear a mask, but once you come onto somebody's private property, they say, hey, on my property, you're going to wear a mask. You yeah. know, it's, it's their right to say, hey, on my property, you're going to wear one. No, you're right. And we've had this discussion with others on the show. And, I, and John, I appreciate the call. I'm up on break. But, you know, I've been saying this from the beginning. I'm not uh, exactly uh, happy about the mask. You've heard me say that from the beginning. Uh, but in order to trade, to buy, to do things that I need to do, get groceries, I'm going to wear the mask. Um, now, some will say, well, then if you're wearing the mask, you're going to sell out to a vaccine. You're going to sell out to a chip. Oh, my friend, the only chip in my life is the potato chip I'm about to eat right now during break because a mask and a vaccine and a chip are completely different and there's no way in hell anybody's going to force me to do a vaccine and certainly there's no way in hell that I'll take the mark of the beast ever, ever. Some of you might, but it's certainly not going to be me. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Quick break. We're going to come back, discuss the debates coming up. Yeah, they're coming up. The polls, the president, and the interview he did with Laura Ingram. Don't go away.
right, welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Wednesday edition of the show. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Let me ask you a question. Are you tired of paying big fees for cable news? You know what I'm talking about. Fox Nation, CNN, you know, uh, MSNBC, all these news networks have this subscription fee. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but you can tune into Newsmax TV right now for free. You can watch it on your phone, and you don't need to pay a fee for the subscription. That's right. You can watch Huckabee. You can watch Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Michelle Melkin, Diamond and Silk, many, many more just from your phone. All you need to do is download the app. You save big money and you get Newsmax on demand. That's what I like to do. But you can also catch it on Direct Dish, Charter, Cox, and many other cable channels. Just check your cable guide. You can also get Newsmax for free on Roku, YouTube, Pluto, Apple TV, Chromecast, Amazon Fire, or even on your smart TV. So don't pay any more for Fox News or channels like CNN and MSNBC. Again, you can save big money and get Newsmax on your home TV or just download the free Newsmax TV app from your smartphone, from Apple Store or Google Play. Everybody's talking about Newsmax TV. I'll be on Sean Spicer's show this coming Monday. Make sure you catch it. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. Now, speaking of news, speaking of Fox News, there's been some uh, discussion regarding the president and his, what they're saying, bizarre interview with Laura Ingram. See, what they're trying to do is kind of fool you it's an Alinsky playbook tactic to not understand and realize that Joe Biden's slipping in the polls and that the Democrats are in real trouble. So they're going to do other things. They're going to say that Trump had many strokes and Mike Pence was on on standby to be sworn in as, you know, number 46, all a bunch of tomfoolery, all to try to distract you from the real issues and that there is chaos on the streets of America. Black Lives Matter and Antifa are rioting. They're going crazy. Uh, they're doing things that uh, they're not supposed to do. And uh, Joe Biden pretty much wasn't saying anything about it. Oh, he's saying things about it now because, um, you know, hey. Uh, he's fallen in the polls and, and he wants to go to Kenosha. And, you know, they're saying in Kenosha, don't bother. Too late. Too little, too late, Joe Biden. Even Mike Pence, you know, going back to, uh, President Trump, Mike Pence was asked directly by Brett Baer and Mike said, I don't recall that. Now, some are saying, oh, he said he doesn't recall. That's a classic Hillary Clinton line. Well, they didn't say classic Hillary Clinton line because of the people that are actually saying that Mike Pence is lying would never say Hillary Clinton's line, even though she deleted 33,000 emails. So, I mean, look, when you look at uh, Trump versus the others, okay, uh, there's no comparison. Donald Trump is an outsider. Donald Trump is going to win this election. I tell you, it's going to be an electoral landslide. No question about it. Some are saying, no, that's not going to, it's going to happen. That's why the Democrats are in panic mode. That's why Joe Biden's saying, hey, do I look like a socialist man? Come on, ask my friend Corn Pop. I mean, they're in panic mode. They're in meltdown. So let's go back to this interview. 
Let's go back to this interview with Laura Ingram. Trump was calling about people in the dark shadows are controlling Biden. And Laura Ingram asked, well, is this kind of conspiratorial? What are you talking about? I've got some clips. I've got clip one and clip two. I want you to hear clip one first, and then we'll break that down. Sean, if you can play that. I, I don't even like to mention Biden because he's not controlling anything. Who, who do you they think is pulling Biden's strings? Uh, is it former Obama People officials? that you've never heard of. People that are in the dark shadows. People that... Oh, what are, does that mean? That sounds like conspiracy theory. Dark shadows. No, what is people that? that you haven't heard of. They're, they're people that are on the streets. They're people that are controlling the streets. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with, with thugs wearing these dark uniforms, black uniforms with gear and this and that. They're, they're on a plane. Where's the, where's the, I'll tell you sometime, but I, I, it's under investigation right now. The and money is coming from somewhere. Money is coming when, from, how can it be from some very stupid rich people that have no idea that if their thing ever succeeded, which it won't, they will be thrown to the wolves like you've never seen before. Now, see, here's the deal. Some are saying, oh, he's talking about the men in black. He's talking... Here's the deal. Let, let, let me help you. Let me enlighten you because I'm the best person to enlighten you based on what Donald Trump just said. You know, someone called yesterday. I think it was, uh, the liberal psychologist saying, did you see him on, on Laura Ingram? She was even confused. Well, I watched the interview. That's not true. She was asking him about conspiratorial and some things like that. And I understand that. And I appreciate it because Laura Ingram is paid by Fox News to ask these questions. And if she wants to keep her multi-million dollar a year contract, she's going to basically do that. Okay. So, and I'm not a fan of Laura Ingram. I never liked her. Okay. I think she's overrated, but that's just me. So here's the deal. Trump is talking about these dark shadows, these people, these men in black that, are, that are people are saying. He's right! Now, there's others in news media that'll laugh about this because I'm talking about it. But let me explain to you about others in news media. A, they're atheists, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And B, they're not knowledgeable on the subject. There is a shadow government. I call it the fourth branch of government. You call it the deep state. Some call it the new world order. It's all the same thing. There are powerful people that you've never heard of that are so rich they wipe their butts with $100 bills. They are doing some of this. How do you think these protesters are getting bricks? They're getting military-style weapons and garb. Someone's paying for it. Because if you look at these kids like the leader of Antifa who was caught in the fetal position after they caught him with grenades and some things, he was crying like a baby. <laughs> Don't take me to jail. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was breaking bricks on people's head, but then they caught him. He's like, oh, I want my mommy. Oh, my blankie. My baby. <laughs> That's who they are. That's who they are. You know it and I know it. So when Trump is saying this, he's right. And people that have common sense, especially people that have faith and know what the book of Revelation stands for, he's right. Now, you can laugh. You can say Steve's fallen into this conspiratorial thing. I don't care what you think. It's what I know is the truth. Then he goes on to talk a little bit about the police and the riots and Jacob Blake. And some people are saying, oh, my God, he's comparing it to golf. The president's comp But people are selective in what they want to hear. Sean, if we can run clip two. The police are under siege because of things... It, it, they can do 10,000 great acts, which is what they do, and one bad apple, or a choker, you know, a choker, they choke. 
shooting the guy, shooting the guy in the back many times. I mean, couldn't you have done something different? Couldn't you have wrestled? You know, I mean, in the meantime, he might have been going for a weapon. And, you know, there's a whole big thing there. But they choke. Just like in a golf tournament, they miss a three-foot You're not comparing it to golf because, of course, that's what the media I'm saying people choke. People choke. Now, they're saying, oh, my God. And that's why Lauren Ingram's saying, hey, you know what? Because the media is going to try to slam you. She's trying to say, look, you're not trying to compare. Of course not. But what you've got to understand, Donald Trump is not an eloquent speaker like Barack Obama. See, Barack Obama read a teleprompter. Not, nobody else did. If there was a, a a prize for teleprompter reading, Barack Obama would be inducted into the teleprompter reading Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, you've got some politicians that are very well-spoken. They're very eloquent in their speech. Donald Trump is a New Yorker, man. Blue-collar billionaire. He speaks like the people that builds his buildings. He talks like the cab drivers. That's why when he uses analogies and he's explaining something, he does it like a regular guy. So people try to take it out of context. And what he's trying to say is there's chokers out there. There are chokers out there. And people make mistakes. But what I can tell you is the Jacob Blake situation, there's no mistake there. And I'm not going to continue to beat a dead horse. But it's such not a mistake that social media, anytime social media jumps on and tries to censor you and not allow you to post certain things about Rittenhouse, about Jacob Blake, about all these things, they know it's a mistake. They know that the police didn't do anything wrong, that Jacob Blake got what he deserved. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Are you going to try to tell me it's not true? Are you going to try to tell me that he did not deserve what happened? He did it. No one put a gun to his head. He did that. He had the knife. He scuffled with police. He broke into the girlfriend. He basically negated the uh, restraining order. He's the one that assaulted. He got tased. He didn't listen. He didn't comply. He went into the driver's side of his vehicle, pulled out what was another knife. He did it. And the police officers are justified. Trust me, they're going to come back. That's why there hasn't been any charges. There's an investigation going on. Because if you don't investigate, which is clear to every eye that has seen, every ear that has heard, even eyewitness testimony, the police did nothing wrong. But if you do not investigate the way you have to investigate the way you're doing things today, then every city in America will burn to the ground because Antifa and Black Lives Matter are not peaceful protesters. They're rioters. They're looters. They're criminals. They will break bottles over your head. They will hit old people. They will throw acid in your face. They are the worst of the worst. They are the true domestic terrorists. And I hope that the new debate moderators that they just chose for the debate, if Joe Biden actually shows up, I hope that they ask tough questions because the three moderators are Fox News's Chris Wallace, C-SPAN's Steve Scully, and NBC's Kristen Welker. I hope to God that they actually ask Joe Biden hard questions. Probably not. They're going to probably come after Trump. But you know what? Trump ate their lunch last time, shocked Hillary Clinton. And guess what? He is going to do the same thing to Joe Biden. I doubt Joe Biden will show up. I got a feeling he's going to try to back out of it. But if he does, it's going to be the best two hours of TV you've ever seen in your life. Steve Sanchez, quick break, and we're going to come back and start going to those calls. Don't go away.
now I guess it's time to let you go But I don't know I don't mind at all All right, welcome back to the program. Friends, I want to remind you we're just a week away from the end of what I'm trying to do over for Children's Hospital at University Medical Center. You know, I've been raising money, masks for these kids that have leukemia, heart disease, cancer. They're in the hospital, uh, no fault of their own. And COVID-19 and all the stuff that goes with it hasn't been easy for them and their families. And look, you may say, well, you know, the, the hospital provides masks and things. The hospitals are always in short supply. They, they just are. That's just fact. But what I'm trying to do is since these kids have to be in the hospital, I don't want them wearing the ugly medical surgical mask that reminds them that they're in the hospital. They already got enough to deal with. So Boomer Naturals hooked up with me and said, Steve, we love this idea. We'll work with you. Because Boomer Naturals has all these different kids' masks with different pictures and colors, and it brightens up these kids' day. They already got it bad. And I have a soft spot for children. I mean, you know, I've got my own grown kids, but I've got grandchildren. And our youngest grandson, Gabriel, had some health issues when uh, he was born. He's been healed in Jesus' name. That's great. But there's not a lot of kids that have yet. And so we're trying to help them out. What am I asking? I'm asking for 10 bucks. That's it, $10. And when you do that, you're able to give one mask to a needy family or child in the hospital there at Children's Hospital. But one mask is like 30 masks because they're 30-day use face masks. Boomer Naturals will match that mask. $10, Boomer Naturals matches it. The kids, the families are getting two for the price of one. You are going a long way with that money. Would you just help me out? I, I feel like I'm on a telephone here. I'm just, I, I just need to come to you because this is a giving audience. Many of you already have given and I want to thank you for your generosity. Can you help me give to help them? It's real simple. Go to the Steve Sanchez show.com website. You'll see the image of a child in a hospital room. You click donate. And it's 10 bucks. That's it. It'll, it's already set up for you. $10 and we'll take it from there. I thank you in advance for willing to do that. Let's be generous, friends. It's, it's 10 bucks. I know money's tight in a lot of instances, but we're talking $10. You know, it's, I've always believed that when you impart and you do good seed, God blesses you. There's no question about it. I've seen that my whole life. So I'm asking you to please help me. Again, the stevesanchezshow.com. Look for the donate button on your mobile devices. Look for the children that are in the hospital. Click it. Donate. We'll take it from there. And Children's Hospital thanks you. And again, I thank you for your generosity. Let's go ahead and get to a few phone calls before we have to bounce out of here. Let's go to Frank. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. Um, hope you don't mind I'm changing the subject, but um, it's about the, uh, the federal unemployment money. And I think I kind of have proof that Congress, or at least most of Congress, really doesn't care about the American people. And the reason I say that is I calculated and crunched some numbers. Um, using the unemployment figure at about $16 million, I used the uh, $600 a week that the uh, Democrats want to give, which is the top end. Mm -hmm. And I extrapolated that out to the end of the year, and I came up with $192 billion. Well, we know the Democrats are offering a $3 trillion relief bill, so that is 15 times how much that they need. And I just guess I'm angry that they have the audacity to hold out for the treat. $3 trillion when Congress could have gotten together before recess 
past the $192 billion or even a smaller amount, um, and even the, uh, the Republicans' number would have been $64 billion, and at least covered everybody to the end of the year. Yeah. And it just, it just frustrates me that, that they couldn't have done that instead of holding out after recess, putting all the unemployed through the stress and anguish of, are we going to get the money? Is it going to be retroactive? Um, I'm one of the 18,000 MGM employees that uh, got fired yesterday, and oh, state unemployment doesn't cover uh, my monthly expenses, and I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sorry, Frank, and, and I'm sorry that MGM had to let you go, man. Those are the stories that break my heart. I'm out of time, but I agree with you, man. Government doesn't care. They could have, but they don't because it's an election. They care about power. And I'm disappointed that that's the case, but I wish I had more time to speak with you, my friend. But thanks for sharing. Calls on hold. Please accept my apologies. I thought I would be able to get to all of you before we ended the show, but I didn't. I hope you call back tomorrow. This is Steve Sanchez, my good friend Ken Thompson. SportsX Radio is up next. Keep it right here on KDWN. I'll be back tomorrow night. Until next time, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the SteveSanchezShow.com.